three, two, one. Good evening, good day, and good afternoon, I guess. And welcome to episode one of In a Few Words with myself, Dad Bods United, also known as G, and my friend and co-host, Taco Existential. Taco! Hey, what's going on, G? This Not is, uh, this is uh, something that we've been talking about for a while, yeah? Oh, this has been a long time coming. I want to put this in somewhere around like three, four weeks. At minimum. At we, minimum, yeah. And we still sat down tonight and, and couldn't get things to go just the way we wanted no. them. <laughs> no, I think we had to do, I think you had some microphone issues or audio issues on your end and then you couldn't hear me. If anybody knows me from, from other places, I, I tend to be somebody who always has audio issues. But isn't that always the case in life? No matter how many times you sit down and are as ready as ready can be, it just doesn't go according to plan. And and the thing is also, I, I always tend to forget when I do things like this or streaming or, you know, whatever, whatever medium we're using, I tend to forget I'm not a professional broadcaster. You know what I mean? We don't have producers that are setting our microphones up and... We're not professional broadcasters who just walk in. I'm not Howard Stern who walks into a studio and engineer, actual audio engineers have set up his, uh, he just walks up to the mic, puts his headphones on and starts talking and everything's perfect. Right. Could you imagine how beautiful that would be? You sit down and you oh. stream set up. As much as we make our stream setups look amazing, the uh, like all the things will always go wrong in any facet, in yeah. any way imaginable. Every, the, my favorite is that every time I think, okay, I'm good, I'm good. And, oh wait, there's a there's a software update on some of the programs I'm using. Never mind. I'm gonna be late this morning because <laughs> I got four updates. For those of you that are new to the show and new to our series, this is episode one of In a Few Words. Both Taco and myself are part. -time, well, I guess part time would be the best way to describe it. Uh, Twitch yeah. content creators or streamers. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Um. What else? How else would you describe somebody? I mean, part time has this kind of interesting, sometimes negative connotation. Like, we don't take it seriously. I've been, I know I've been approached with that idea that if you're part time, it's, you know, ah, oh, you're not serious about it, which is kind of a crock. Yeah. I don't know that if somebody asked me what I consider my designation on Twitch is, I wouldn't say part time. I would say that it's just, uh, for me, it's a hobby. It's a hobby, but it's also, uh, it's a passion for me. It's, it's like if I was painting on the side, like if I, you know, I had right. a, I considered a, a release of a, a creative release. So to me, it's like painting or writing or doing that way. So I don't necessarily look at it as a part-time job. Yeah. Although, although there's some job aspects to it because there is some financial, uh, you know things tied to it not and not only receiving financial but also spending finances <laughs> yeah right because these computers yeah. just drop out of the sky and yeah, all these all setups these and cans and, yeah it's yeah. crazy did you ever think getting into streaming that you would sit there and actually like end up with all this crazy tech and tools and stuff like no. i was the, i was that guy that no. thought i was like all right smack a camera on your uh, you know and away you go I, will, we, I, I started off a little bit different because Junior, my son, uh, he was the one that was originally going to do the Twitch thing. And so I had been watching, you know, other streamers and, and another streamer that I that I that I'm a participant in his stream. 
and so uh, you know we're talking about uh, Papa Vaz and you know he it's his story is that he just started off because he retired he started off and just bought all this equipment now you hear other people talk about it say just get a camera and stream on your PlayStation before you spend any money but here I was learning from the guy who spent all the money before he <laughs> even streamed and I thought well shit I'll do that myself. I'll just spend all the money yeah. and buy a computer. So I bought a you know brand new computer, brand new microphone. So we kind of splurged a little bit yep. at the beginning, but it, I, I didn't really think that it was going to amount to much more than, you know, a computer and a microphone and a couple of bright lights and a camera. I was the same way. Like I'm, I'm very much of the attitude of go big or go home or like right. hit the ground running. So the second I, I put my mind to doing it, I'm like, well, look, I need a computer for home anyway. Like I, you know, we have, we've been running off laptops, but they just can't handle it. It's like I justified it by saying, okay, well, I needed a can, I needed a computer, might as well. Right. And I'm playing video games anyway every night, so you know, might as well get the camera. Oh well, I can't really speak with those, you know, god awful gaming headsets. Might as well get a mic. And it just snowballed until I was sat down, and I'm like, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm creating content. <laughs> like I got, what did I do? Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, and 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 I did that, and then you, you slowly, as you start getting into uh, streaming and content creation, you start to realize that it's not only about the equipment, the equipment that you have, but it's also understanding the techniques and the like. I had no idea what an operating broadcasting system was, what an OBS system was. Yeah, I had no idea that you had to download that onto your computer and. You needed that in order to go live on Twitch or the internet. I had no idea what that zero. I had n never heard of that before. So Junior and I were busy just watching every YouTube video, learning from everybody we could, and it, it was just uh, it's it's a massive intake of information, and you just and unless you have somebody that's going to help you, because most of the people that I know are just learning themselves as well. Just, they might be a little further along in the process, right? But they're just learning as well so it's not it's not like you can say hey pro guy come help me and they're like sure i, I got all the time in the world to show you how to do yours because <laughs> i don't have to, i don't have you know I, i'm i'm perfect and that's not the case i'm the exact same way when i got into this i didn't have well i didn't have a you know son that was, or daughter or anybody getting into it i literally went in blind it was youtube references uh following other twitch streamers or, or mixer streamers from when mixer was still a thing it was literally learned by YouTube, and I put everything I've got today into motion via YouTube and YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was a journey and a half, and now you know I'm a year and a little bit into it, and I'm still learning every day, which is honestly one of the most frustrating, but one of my favorite parts. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's it's it can be at times where you think. I mean. I've been doing uh, streaming, uh, you know, content creation on Twitch since May 9th, and Junior started maybe a month or so before that. And, you know, I was moderating. I've been moderating in Papa's channel for a while, so I've been around that a little bit. But it's only been since May. So I'm only starting to now get comfortable to where now I feel like I'm in a place to where I can actually really learn things. Before, right. I was just sponging everything, like... What is this? Oh, I need I need this. Oh, I need this software. Okay, just turn it on. Wait, wait. This button does this. Now, like I got I got a foundation built. Okay, now I'm a little more calm when I'm learning these new things. And and whereas before, you're just like I have no idea what you're talking about. 
but come at me with it. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, you just flooded me with all this information. So basically, you're telling me to just push this button. Yeah. I don't need to know the why. I don't need to know the how or the what, the when. Just push this button, right? Yes? No? Done. It's true. There's so much more to know uh, than I would have ever imagined. Like, I looked at it as such a, like, as such an easy, like, push button program until I sat behind you know, like you said, the broadcast software, the variety of broadcast versions and softwares, um, you know, stream decks and microphones and yeah. uh, USBs and, you know, ca- different cams and and, and And hold on, hold on. And then what your OBS looks like, the mm-hmm. things that appear on the screen when people are watching you, the overlays, yep. the videos, the alerts, the... <laughs> And I'll say like your camera and the green screen. If you do green screen, if you don't do green screen, everything. And you and I are very, have very different setups. Like there's a, there's a, an incredible pride and, uh, effort that goes into what you produce in terms of your overlays, your setup, your visuals, and it's forever changing per, um, you know, per your conversation or per your, what you're doing that day. Cause you and I are also very different types of content creators. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are f- just tuning in and getting to know us, uh, we both have taken very different approaches to content creation. I myself, although I do like to speak and come through with, uh, some just chatting sections or just, you know, sections of my broadcast will involve just steady conversation with the community. I primarily, like to play games so my time is spent split between gameplay of whatever my favorite game at the time is and conversations whereas i would venture to guess or at least put put forth that you're more of a chatter and a conversationalist and your backgrounds and setups often reflect that yeah, I mean, originally when I got onto this, I thought, again, I didn't know any better, so I thought, well, if you're on Twitch, you, you got to play video games. Right. So I didn't really, I didn't have my head wrapped around the whole, uh, it's almost like a live podcast type of thing, just chatting. You know, the just chatting section of Twitch is the largest uh, section, the largest, um, I don't know, I can't remember what the channel or yeah. category, the largest category on Twitch. But at the beginning, I had no idea. I didn't. I had no idea that it was that big. And it, and and this year, it just started to grow. I think this year, and towards the end of last year, became like the biggest uh, section of Twitch. So at the beginning, you know, and I'm a big uh, MLB the Show, the you know baseball video game player, and I do love video games. So I thought that I had that 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 had to be part of that had to be a foundation of what you were doing on Twitch. Like it had to be. It had to revolve around games. Now it can, and a lot of people do revolve it around games. As a matter of fact, originally it was probably all games, and it slowly started to move into more into the just chatting type of thing. But I found myself at the beginning playing games, and I had you know if I if I streamed for four hours, two hours, like I had the game on pause because <laughs> all I was doing was just talking the whole time. And then people would be like, "How long have you been?" I remember the joke used to be, "I wonder how long you're going to be on pause," and I'd be on pause for like ninety minutes. You know, so eventually I got to the point too where I decided, okay, I'm I'm just gonna be a, I'm gonna vibe off the chat, I'm gonna vibe off the conversation, I'm gonna vibe off the, uh, the community, which is where I came up with the term the community vibe, and I, I be, and I call, started calling myself a community vibe streamer, 
and I love video games, and and sometimes I play video games, and sometimes I even play video games a few days in a row, but sometimes I don't play video games at all for maybe weeks. So it just depends. It just depends on where I'm at because I tend to be somebody who more I just I just talk to the chat and I and I can com- and I can you know conversate literally about anything at the drop of a dime. So, which is honestly a quality that I admire greatly. That is one of the things as a con like calling myself a content creator, especially in a like I call it more of a hobbyist role because this isn't a full time gig for me. This is like you said earlier a passion project. Right. Something I enjoy doing and, and thought it would be a great way to merge, you know, a couple of my passions together. Right. But, like, there are days to, where you're just, like, what, what the hell am I going to talk about? My day wasn't <laughs> that interesting. Yeah. And there are those that have what I like to call, like yourself, the gift of gab, where you can just go. And it's impressive. It's amazing. As 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 a viewer and a fan, it, it it's incredible to watch. Um someone with that ability and that level of skill just go off and and have such an engaging conversation most of if not all of the time so kudos on that my man yeah i appreciate that i mean i i I still to this day don't even fully understand or or even know where it comes from most of the time i mean i'm going to be quite honest with you i have a small notebook that i write notes in almost every day and I hardly ever look in that notebook when I go live the next day and even do anything inside that notebook. <laughs> As a matter of fact, recently I had I'd written down some video, two videos that I wanted to watch with the stream for months, months. And I finally go, I remembered off the top of my head and we watched the videos. And then I remembered as we we're watching the videos, I've had these things written down in this book for months and I've never played them until today because the conversation kind of organically led me in that direction to play those videos so while i do yeah while i do keep notes and i do tend to have some kind of idea what i want to talk about the next day most of the time i get on the air and have no plan like literal no plan at all zero so this will be an interesting experience uh, having a structured (laughs) podcast where it's like okay (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna go through these topics of conversation today this is how we're gonna follow and flow and let's see what we can make it happen this this is yeah, either going to go on the plan or off the rails. Yeah, and the thing with me is that I tend to look at it like I have a toolbox of ideas and a toolbox of subject matters and games, and I bring the toolbox with me, and whether I dig in that toolbox and pull out a video game or I dig in the toolbox and pull out a subject or I dig in the, in the toolbox and pull out just uh, you know a, a music video or a news story, it, it's how it goes with me. And I tend to just go live, and whoever's there kind of you know just not not to keep this subject going but the other morning i turned i turned the stream on we were talking somebody brought up trains i don't know if they brought up the trains or if i brought up the trains and all we did was watch a model toy train videos for an hour and it was some of the most fascinating things i would ever seen and we were just conversing about toy trains and 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 watching videos of toy trains and that's just where it went. I mean, so I, you know, half the time these things I would I would have never even guessed the night before working tomorrow when I wake up I'm going to watch toy toy train videos. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like but that's but that's the beauty of of what this journey is all about is you can discover just about anything about anyone and engage people that you would have never assumed would be engaged by that content or even yourself like Right. I've been surprised by some of the new interests I've found 
or discovered because I've listened or, or taken the time to sit in on a just chatting stream or or just chatting content or, or even like discovered new podcasts and new events and things like that. It's right. there's far more education out there on Twitch than I think I would have ever given credit to before having started because I was not a big Twitch um, observer. I was never really a big viewer before Neither was I. I started on Twitch. Neither was I. Which is crazy. I had a couple of channels that were very dedicated to one particular game, and that's all I watched. Um, right. It's quite the. It, it's become quite the rabbit hole. If I'm being honest, like it's it's like the new. It's a longer form YouTube. Because YouTube, you can hit that that next that next that next after three to five minute videos, but there's days where you could get sucked into a stream for hours on end. Yeah, and for me. You know, before this year in March, and and a lot of it is tied to the pandemic and the quarantine and and COVID nineteen and being and being stuck more and working from home and 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 being based at home and and kind of you know like I said, I'm a big fan of MLB the Show, so the game came out and just all coincided back in March with COVID and pandemic. So before then. I always had seen or knew of Twitch from Xbox or PlayStation when you were in your video game console and you chose to watch a video, it would go to Twitch and and you would see a person, you know, playing a game. And I remember seeing that thinking to myself, okay, that's cool. I can watch this guy play Gears of War three, but I wish you would just shut up and let me, and just play the game. (laughs) Like, why does he keep talking? And, and and I don't really care. Can I can I minimize the chat? I don't need to see all these words on the side of the screen either. Can you just play the game and tell me go left, go right, or you know how to attack the the, the waves and things right. like that? I don't want to hear about. Look, dude, I don't care what you're drinking right now. I don't want <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know about what movies you saw last. Night. I just want you to play Gears of War. So it was a completely different thing in my brain. That sounds funny coming from me because now I'm the complete opposite <laughs> of that. But at the time, I was like, dude, can you just play Gears of War? And how do I just get rid of this chat? And why is he worried about what the, who cares? Just play right. the game. And so when I got on it back in March, it was all about MLB The Show. And I was literally just looking for somebody that was playing MLB The Show because I had a question on it. And I thought, okay. And Twitch was getting, you know, Twitch recently had got bought, you know, not that long ago, they got bought by Amazon. Yep. So it's been, it's got a little bit more of a higher profile. And you read about Twitch, and so you know there was just something that was becoming more and more uh, in front of you, information-wise. No matter if you're in, in, into entertainment and technology, right? You were hearing more about streaming. So, you know, the first thing I did was okay. Now I got to okay. I'm going to watch this streamer, and of course, you know the story. And I discovered, uh, you know, certain streamers and whatnot, and and I started watching them. And then it was like, wait a minute. I get it because now it's it, 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 a light bulb went off in my head. Like it's more than just playing games right. and, and on camera. Cause that's all I thought it was before. It's wild. Like even just off that, like we've had very different starting points and the, and this will kind of merge us into how we came to connect with one another. I didn't even start on Twitch. Right. I started on a completely different platform owned by Microsoft called Mixer. Uh, and I chose Mixer because number one, it was a much smaller community. Um, I had fallen kind of out of love with Twitch when I first started around the time I first started streaming last November. So, November. Why 20, is that? Why was that? Uh, 
So when I would search Twitch or flow through Twitch, like you, I was looking for gameplay, but I was always, I I never really scrolled beyond that first wave of streamers. So those right, streamers, the big streamers, the big yeah, streamers. those guys with like the three K, four K views, and it was like, okay, like these are the guys going to be at the top tier, the top upper echelon of their gameplay, and you sit there and watch them, and you know, as a as a a viewer, you get much more engaged and involved in the chat sometimes. And the level of toxicity and animosity that a lot of these viewers, even subscribers, people who were paying, theoretically paying to be there, if they weren't gifted a subscription, right, were just toxic and just kind of cold and mean. I'm like, well, why? Who would ever want to subject themselves to this? Not really realizing that if you scroll down a little bit, most of the time, there's substantially there's a substantial amount of civility that takes place. In those, like, you know, the, the 50 to 100 to 200 viewer channels yes. where there's actual engaging conversation and a community of people that want to be there and that aren't jealous of the success of somebody else because they, have they, you know, they have they've been afforded the opportunity to play video games for a living because they've busted their butt to get there. So sitting in, you know, having the opportunity to go and I stumbled upon Mixer when I was literally watching a YouTube video on, I honestly can't even remember for the life of me what, what game it was or some trailer, and it was somebody reviewing it, and it happened to be a Mixer streamer that had put their YouTube video up. So that led me into Mixer, and all of a sudden, Mixer was this kind of like smaller, younger brother of Twitch where... The, altern the alternative. Yeah, and the community was tight. There were people like in, in channels of a 1,000 viewers and like... The, the trolls would be few and far between, if at all. So I would sit, and the crazy thing was, you know, on Twitch, sometimes there were instances where these bigger guys wouldn't even acknowledge people in the chat. Whereas, <laughs> that happens quite a bit, yeah. Right? And whereas a Mixer, because the channels weren't as large, and the, the chat base, despite having, you know, there was a lot more lurkers. Lurkers are people that basically will tune into a channel and just enjoy the content. Don't want to engage. Don't want to chat. But are just there to almost consume it like a podcast. Where yeah, you know yeah, they just yeah. want the audio. And they just want to hang out. Or they just want to watch the gameplay. And, or, they, and they, or they enjoy the banter. The back yeah. and forth. But they don't necessarily want to be involved in it. Exactly. So there was a much larger lurk community. and Which allowed the streamers to be a little more engaging in chat. Which I found fascinating. So I'd gotten to know. I really just pulled away from Twitch. And just started watching Mixer streamers. And there was a lot of incentives, like, you know, uh, ways to subscribe for free. Like, if you've ever played Xbox, you can earn um, the achievement points and all the, the, the Microsoft points through just playing games and unlocking achievements and doing things like that. Well, you they made it so that you could use those points to subscribe to Mixer streamers. So you never really had to pay. It was just, you know, points that you'd earned and accumulated over the years of just playing games. So it was it was really fascinating and interesting and I remember the like I had I was always of the, the mindset like I can't do what they do like who the heck would want to watch me right and uh, I remember sitting in, a, in in somebody's chat dropped them a follow and my name popped up on their screen Dadbods United and the streamer looked into the camera and she was like dude with a name like that if you're not streaming, what are you doing with your life? 
<laughs> and that moment right there just kind of, you know, dropped a match in the tinder. And that's it. It just burned a hole in my brain for days. Within about two weeks of that conversation, I had my stream set up ready to go. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and like for me, I started off because originally uh, Junior, my son Junior was going to, you know, he started off doing this and it's what he wanted to do. And I was just going to be support for him. I was going to, you know, of course, I'm, I'm the money bags, right? I have the money and I have the, uh, you know, I'm going to buy the computer and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And so I was going to help support him. And I thought it'd be cool. I thought there was no way that I was going to do this. But I thought, if anything, I can help him move forward with uh, with doing this, right? I help him do it, do it right. right. I did see that there was something. I think at first he thought I wasn't going to be interested in, in investing in him and investing in the situation but then i kind of looked at it and i thought no there's something here this could be something now i never envisioned myself as being a streamer or anything but um you know i was in the chats and and i got modded and helped moderate and i started to see the the rhythms and the flows and the and what what streaming could be so i started building relationships that way and then also watching junior uh, on stream and then being part of his streams like you know just right. being on the stream with him and talking and things like that and people would make jokes like you should stream too like when are you going to stream and i'm like eh, i'm not i'm not really it's not i'm not a gamer you know it's right. still in my mind it was about a game th I, I am a gamer but i'm not to that level like i played mlb but i'm not you know you're not going to watch me for the i'm not number one in the world or anything like that so it's like no I'm gonna help Junior, and if anything, I'll let him get started. And if it's really a thing, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just stream on Junior's channel every now and then, just as an aside, like a joke or something. Right. And so, you know, uh, Papa Vaz and other people that uh, that we know from Twitch were watching, and they were like, you know, and uh, Jugsy and some Jugsy Siegel and some others. They're like, man, you should really give this a go. And so I said, okay, fine, fine. They just kept, and I said, you know what? Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stream one time for you guys. You're gonna get it out of your system, and this is gonna, just, I'm gonna get it out of my system, and then I'm never gonna stream again. Okay, this will be fun. It's funny. Let me, let me set up a little. Let me, let me get it all going. And da -da. and I did it that first night, and of course the rest is history because I've done it, you know, ever since. And uh, but I, my original intention was to never, ever be a streamer but now we'll say this as growing up as uh, when i was growing up one of the things that i did want to do growing up was be some sort of radio uh talk show host radio entertainer that was something that i always since i was a young kid i've been i've always wanted to do that so there was always that i always said well i want to do a podcast one day or i want to do this that and the other so there was already that desire to do that i just didn't see uh twitch being the same thing as doing that which is which is kind of, which awesome. is kind of what it's involved yeah which is which is kind of what it involved into with me with the just chatting thing but see that's i i i didn't know that but that's that's an incredible aspiration like myself i was always the total opposite i was the kid that hid in the back of class couldn't you know public speak to save his life um so for me like and i've got a younger brother and he's all about like theater and 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 you know acting he's done a few commercials like he's all about that industry and like right when he heard i was going live for the first time he's like what <laughs> you yeah but you know that there's people and they're like like yeah i got this i'm looking at a screen i'm playing my favorite game i got this and a year and a bit later i'm trying to convince him to stream and he's like nope <laughs> i'm like what do you mean of all yeah. the people 
But it's no. that, like that's interesting. So did you know? So we've mentioned the name Papa Vaz a few times, and this is I think yeah. a good little segue for uh, yeah. Yeah. for our listeners. Papa Vaz is a is a Twitch streamer, MLB the Show streamer, fantastic community individual, an absolute uh, one of the most laid back and good-hearted people i think i've ever come across anywhere whether it's in real life or on you know through digital means um papa vaz is how actually you and i got connected yep it is which was amazing because i don't know like do you want to take us through how you got to know papa or or where that relationship unfolded you know when like i said it was uh first week of march we were it was uh uh spring break as they call it, you know g's in canada and and i'm yeah. in the u.s so in the u.s we had spring i'm sure they have some something in spring break there too but it's, a, it's always in march week. it's what is it reading week oh jesus so here, <laughs> well, here we had here we have what we call spring break in the, in the and it's usually like in the month of march or or early april at the latest right and so it was the first week of march and we were we rented a beach house because my son zen who attends a uh, university at texas tech he was home and he was going to bring some friends and we were going to rent a beach house and his friends were going to come with us. But this was right at the beginning of the pandemic and the quarantine. So most of his friends, his parents, and probably smartly, smartly so, said no, they weren't going to come. So I had this, not a, a huge, but it was like a four-bedroom house on the beach and it was just me, my wife, my son, and, his, and one friend in this big house. Nice. And so we went and we were there and it's like you really they weren't they didn't tell you you couldn't go on the beach yet but they were like stay six feet apart they were already going there was at the very beginning of that whole thing right and so and 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 you didn't really know like we know now you know do i if i get close to somebody am i going to get sick you didn't know you just thought well we don't know yet so i'm not getting close to anybody at all period mask or no mask and even the whole mask thing wasn't all the way then right. at the time it was just starting so you know we were on the beach and we we're doing this and that and so it ended up being fine we had a back porch that was facing the beach i had my computer out i'm on vacation mlb the show had just come out i bought the game and and if you if you buy it early you get it the weekend before the game actually releases so i got the game and on the my playstation 4 you know like i said you could watch twitch via the playstation like if you want to watch videos it automatically just took you to twitch right and so when I did that, it took me to a streamer, another streamer, pretty pretty big streamer, and I was watching him. I was like, "Oh, this is interesting," because I had never done a certain a certain mode that's in the game. I've never done it before, so I was watching this guy, and he was kind of teaching me the ins and outs of this particular thing. And and he says, "You know, da 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 da," and and he signed off, and I thought, "Okay, Twitch. Okay, that's okay." I've never I had never see the other thing is I had never watched Twitch outside of my console. Right. So I said, wait a minute, there's an app for this? There's a website. <laughs> so let me, so I opened my computer and I went to twitch.tv and I, and I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so I started looking around and there was, a, there was a ton more of these guys playing baseball. And so I started looking around and and uh, I was like, okay. So then, you know, I kind of watched this VOD and he had it with, you know, like the, after they get done streaming, they put up the video on demand videos. And I started, I didn't know, and I just started watching it again because he was the only thing I knew. You know, I remembered his name. I typed it in. I went to his his, his Twitch and started watching the, the end of the most of the episode that I had missed. And he said the thing in there like, look, look, I'm going to raid somebody. At the, I didn't even know what rating was. You know, when you send your <laughs> yeah. audience to somebody, I didn't even know what that was. 
He says, I'm going to raid somebody. He goes, but I'm not going to look for these big streamers. I, and he was a fairly big streamer. He goes, I can raid another big streamer, but I'm going to go to somebody down, like, you know, towards the middle, towards the bottom, you know, with some lower viewers and try to. He taught me the whole thing about when you raid somebody, it's nice to go to somebody who has less of an audience and yeah. you surprise them. And so I was like, this was, this is, so now I'm kind of intrigued because I knew nothing about this. And, you know, when you start learning about something new, it's a trigger. Yeah, it's oh, exciting, what? right? It's exciting. Like, what is this? He's raiding, and it's like there's small twitchers and there's big twitchers, and and this and the, look, <laughs> look at all these people playing baseball. So now it's like, you know, and, and and we're quarantined and we're in this beach house, and I'm looking at all the and so now I'm like I'm lost. I'm lost in this. I went down this rabbit hole. I'm lost. And so I remember he said, "Scroll down to the bottom." Da 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 da. da. So I scroll down, not all the way to the bottom, but you know, towards the middle, 30, 40 viewers, and and I and and just catches my eye. There's a I'm a Latino guy from Texas, and they caught my eye that there was a Latino guy, an older gentleman. And you can see his picture on there. It said Papa Vaz. I looked at it, and I'm like, is that a is that a Puerto Rican flag in his picture? So I clicked on it, went to it, and he was and, and I'm you know my father was Puerto Rican, so I saw him. And I was like, this guy's Puerto Rican. I saw the Puerto Rican flag. I heard him speak. I heard his vibe. And it took me maybe 30 seconds to say, I found, I found something like it, it, it was like finding water in the desert. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I found this, this, this is, and you know, that feeling you get when you're like, you're just, it's all discovery, everything, yeah. everything that was happening on this stream was a discovery, the sound alerts, yeah, the follows and the difference between a follow and a subscriber and bits and 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 the chat the way they were going back and forth and how you how you when you spoke to somebody in chat if you were a chatter you should at them and if you're right. speaking to the you know and then and how they're you know, understanding the vibe of the chat it was like everything it was like i was in a just an open just a whole new world and i yeah. was just sucked in i was sucked in by papa and that and that's how i found it and and, and from that day it took maybe you know a couple of minutes to where I was sold on him, and and I was stuck with him. I, I mean, after that, I only knew him and the other guy, and I really didn't pay everybody that I, that I kind of discovered after that. It took me a while to wander off on my own into Twitch. Yep. It all came from Papa Bob just being in his channel. That's cool. Yeah, that's so cool, and he's got such a mellow vibe. So it's really like it's a it is a if you're gonna start somewhere in the MLB community or even on the Twitch community. That is the type of vibe you're looking for, for sure. For me, it was it was very different. Like, I had started out streaming on another platform called Mixer. Um, I'd started streaming in November of 2019. Fast forward through my, you know, early trials and tribulations and learning and all that stuff. So I'd already, I already had a good fundamental. Like, anybody who'd been by my stream by the tail end of, of mixers life cycle it's like thought i knew thought i knew what i was doing because i had i've got all the graphics and artwork and so i was already pretty well established and already had a good understanding of what twitch was and and things like that but you know come june 24th mixer decides to put out a tweet saying hey all we appreciate you all streaming with us but uh we've just been uh, we've just been acquired by facebook <laughs> and uh, you no longer have a place to stream as of July 24th. So technically, Mixer just became Facebook Gaming. Is that what Basically, it is? Basically, it was like a donation protocol, from what we've come to understand. That it's it was like it was like a gift. It, there was some some monetary exchange, but for the most part, it, it pretty much 
Mixer pretty much rolled into Facebook because a lot of the people that were from Mixer are now with Facebook if they haven't left to go pursue other opportunities in some new streaming sites. But, yeah, so it was... Um, the way I describe it to people that aren't familiar with with Mixer was, like, that day after the announcement was literally, like, every single apocalypse movie you've ever seen. The moment that volcano erupts <laughs> and people just shatter, like, scramble, there were those that, like, went down with the ship that were like, no, nah, I'm going to stream right through July 24th and then make my announcement and go where I got to go. There were those like myself where I was like, all right, it's Saturday. Uh, we got the announcement on a Saturday morning. By Tuesday, I was up and running somewhere else. Like I was right. not having – I wasn't having any of that buyer's remorse or that, that idea that, hey, this sucks, but you know what? Let's make the best of it. So you're out there just trying to fend for yourself and trying to you know keep in contact with those that you're closest with um, and you know creating your new – like I was creating my, my profile, my accounts, and stuff like that on Twitch. Uh, luckily for me, I had done a lot of the groundwork already because I was getting weird vibes and I was looking at exploring my options in other places. Right. So I'd already built up a little bit of my Twitch. My Twitch account had been there forever. Um, but like I said, I was just starting to, to build a couple of weeks before, um, my, my presence in other places and just, you know, exploring the waters. So that that next week, so I guess it would have been like the Monday or the Tuesday, um, I was doing much like yourself, just wandering the the directories. You of, made a you made a decision to come to Twitch, right? I was oh, I was dead set. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was like, okay, well, I was already looking at at least splitting my time between Mixer and Twitch. Already, already. Yeah. This was just kind of like the kick in the pants I needed to to actually go through and 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 make all the necessary changes. So I'm I'm scrolling through because I had just started playing MLB The Show, like brand new rookie. I was doing some career modes on Mixer, nothing too crazy. And I'm scrolling through and I see this subject header underneath a, a, a streamer's profile picture and, and name. Uh, basically along the lines of we heard what's happened. Mixer refugees are welcome. Yes, yes, I remember that, yeah. And I'll never forget that moment. And I ended up going into the chat, checking out the was, vibe. was that the only one you saw like that? I, he was on, one of the only ones I'd seen like that. I think yeah. I'd caught a few like days later. Yeah. Um, but it, Papa Vaz was the first person that I'd seen. Right. With the header, Mixer Refugees Welcome. So I sat, I chilled, I enjoyed the vibe and had a blast just listening and learning and you know, asking questions and watching his level of engagement with the chat. And yep, I'm yep. pretty sure you were probably in there that day as well. I was, I was, I remember um, that day. And so I'm watching and watching and watching and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to shoot this guy a message. So rather than say anything in chat, I shot him a, pri a, a, a direct message, a private message, just saying thank you because it had been such a hectic and chaotic time for all of us. Right. I just wanted to, you know, recognize him for doing something like this because it would have been such a difficult experience for all of us. And, you know, there wasn't that recognition. A lot of, unfortunately, a lot of people in the streaming space are very much, my community is mine, um, <laughs> and perceive any other streamer in their chat or any other content creator in their chat as a threat. 
So yeah. I didn't want to message him in chat. I just shot him a private message saying, Papa Vaz, I'm one of those mixer refugees. I've enjoyed hanging out here and I appreciate, you know, giving us, you know, a, an opportunity to kind of find a new home. Well, he's, I wasn't expecting him to see that message live on stream. He stops. <laughs> yeah. like dead stop. Right. Pulls up the message, stop, pauses his game, and just like shouts out what he had just read. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, him and the community absolutely opened me up with open arms. And then that's how I met you. And I like for the next couple of days it was pretty much Papa Vaz and yourself that basically like chirped me around and introduced me and opened yeah. me yeah. up to like, you know, hey, Jugsy, Jugsy Siegel and the Holy Grail and Cream Frisch and all yep. like Clue and uh, Kep and all these like amazing content creators and just like allowed me the first day I went live just basically allowed me to hit the ground running. And as if like I hadn't missed a beat. It was like, all right, day, you know, day 300 of Mixer, day one of Twitch was all the same. And it was, it's been such a cool experience meeting and, and getting to know you guys because we've built a, a, a friendship between the, the yeah. three or four of us. Right. Where, like, you know, you're, I'll talk to you pretty much more than I'll talk to my real life friends half the time. Same. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember who my real life friends are half the time anymore. <laughs> it, but isn't it wild where you sit there and I don't know if it's as a result of the pandemic because I'm not seeing a lot of the people that I would normally see on a daily basis. Right. Or I would have been seeing on a daily basis. And now I'm pretty much seeing all of you on a daily basis or chatting with you on a daily basis or, you know, in the community vibes discord channel and, and chatting it up through there or, you know, whatever the case may be, there's, there's so much more going on, especially when you're invested in it like we are, um, that it's hard not to sometimes get lost and, and lose that that balance. Yeah, and it's, um, I do remember that day that you came in because I do remember Papa putting that refugee thing and he talked about it and we, uh, it was a big deal. For us over at Twitch, you know, it was in the news, obviously, yep. when you're in that, when you're in that, uh, in that, in that, uh, in that sector of, uh, of of entertainment or whatever you want to call it, like we're already in Twitch, so we're hearing, oh, there's a lot of mixer guys coming. They're closing mixer down. What's going to happen? You know, and then you're hearing a lot of talk about ninja and all the yeah. big guys and moving around. And so there was a lot of other people that were just coming, and, and and it was at the time of the pandemic, and there was a lot of people. So so Twitch was at an all time high in 2020 at this point. It all happened around the same time that viewership was probably at its all-time high on already right. on Twitch due to the pandemic. Now, here comes a mix of refugees, and and here comes a whole new crowd. So it was just like a, just, just at a peak of 2020 of things going on. It was at the peak at the very beginning of what I was discovering myself and and what Twitch could be. So it was all very – this was all such an adventure. I mean, this is a, it's just been a long story, and it's like, you know, the mix of refugees and dad bods and – Papa and then Junior and then I started showing. Mean, it's just a, it's just a, a, a story that has its clicks all the way through it. And 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 you arriving that day, I remember, and like, much like Papa does when it comes to situations like that, he just brought it out and said, "Hey, this guy Dad Bods is here, and he's a mixer mixer refugee, and we welcome with open arms." And uh, you know, this is what this community is about. And and I remember thinking to myself that this this guy Papa, 
And I remember thinking, about, I wonder what this dad, this dad bods guy. He just shows up, and this guy's probably thinking. And I remember all of us being like, "Dad bods," you know. Everybody's always obsessed with your name at the beginning, right? You're right. It's all. It dad always bods. gets a chuckle, right? Yeah, it's dad bods United. Dad bods United. What do we call you? United dad. Dad bods. Nobody wants to call you dad. So right. We're calling you dad bods. So there was that whole thing that went on for a while. <laughs> And I remember you came like that first day and you left and then little by little you came and you were staying longer and you became more, it was the first day was just kind of, Hey, thanks. Nice meeting you guys. You're very nice. And you know, we'll see you tomorrow. And I'm sure you were probably like, just thinking, wow, what did I stumble onto? Like be an extra Canadian and trying to be sweet and innocent and whatnot. Yeah. And and then the next day you said a little longer and the next day you said a little longer and it was just, and it just evolved into, into what it is now with the, with just the greater, the community, you know, what we call the community vibe thing that we got going on. So it's just, it's just, uh, you can't make it up. It's just, it's just one of those natural organic things that happened, uh, in 2020. It's just been a, it's been a fantastic ride so far. Isn't it wild to think about that, that whole process and you almost, it almost starts to dabble on the, the, the conversation of like fate. Yeah, and like, no, were we like, why were we supposed to be there in those instances? And I'm not, I'm not a huge like. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a huge skeptic or like you know that. Oh, I'm predestined to do X, Y, Z. But there's sometimes when you sit down and you look at the the events that transpire, you know, and and you look back at it retrospectively, and you're like, holy crap! Like, yeah. look at how one, many one, things yeah. have to line up, right? What, what if Papa didn't put mixer mixer refugee in his title? Yeah. What if he didn't say that? What if he just didn't even think about it? What if Papa, you know, it just, it just, just those things. And I'm not a big, I don't want to say that everything's predestined and it's already written down, but I'm more, I'm more along the lines of the energies are attracted to each other. You know, it's kind of like kindred spirits kind of thing. Yeah. Like it may not be predestined, but the energies are going to be attracted to each other and kind of flow in the same, you know, within the same uh, zone. And so that's how I looked at it. We all just ended up the same place because it's kind of where we're kind of our energies were kind of attracted to each other. So that's that's how I kind of it's amazing. I met so many amazing just meeting Papa. I mean, you know that story. I mean, it's just I can't imagine that there wasn't some sort of whatever. I don't know what to call it. I don't want to say predestination or whatever, but there was I can't believe that there's not some sort of something that led me to, to, to him that day and and brought me down this journey just because too many things have happened and too many people have come to me and said, thanks for doing this or thank you for streaming today or, you know, da, da, da. and I'm thinking if I would have never streamed this, what would this guy have been doing that's thanking me right now? Probably we could have found somebody else, maybe. Right. But, but you know, maybe. So, it, 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 and, and, and we're talking about, we're talking about a place where we thought people just played games on TV. That that's the next thing that I was thinking about. Like when we when we talk about the community vibes and, and the community, would you have ever looked at this as an opportunity to become somewhat of a community champion? Because like I said, you and I have come from a very different place. When I've like building my community through Twitch and the, the, my viewership base and a lot of before we we kind of merged through this community vibes concept. Um, my community is very much intrigued and interested in the, the depths of gameplay. Yeah. And, you know, like I play a lot of FIFA, for example, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, how do I build a squad or what should I use? Who should I right. play? What right. are the strategies and whatnot? 
someone like yourself who kind of pulled away from some of that mm -hmm. and has built this kind of living breathing organism of 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 community vibes where you've got this this now multi-streamer community that has brought that have brought all of their viewership bases in one right and now you've developed and and, and in conjunction with many of us in the community have found a way to marry all of these viewership interests because there right. are such there's such a diverse group yeah that we're able to hit on so many interests of so many people like would you have ever looked at it as being you know in a position where you could you know set the foundation for something like that i mean i know community is not an easy thing to build right but it, it there's that old concept of you know it takes a village to raise a child right this is kind of like building that village and you you know you came across with this concept of setting the foundation for this like yeah. is community something that you went in or that you developed the mindset for or was this kind of the long game or was it just too far ahead to think about like where was your approach to community i at the at the very beginning i had no thought in my mind about community the way the community the way we have it set up and the way we see it now in my mind you know, before I started streaming, I did realize there was something more there that you should that you know be in more interactive with your community. But that's not a new concept because there's a lot of streamers who are interactive with their communities. Right. I'm not the only one, or, or or you know, there's not a limited number or finite number of those. But I thought I want to make sure I'm going to always do that. I want to be interactive, but just being act being interactive to be interactive is you don't want to be robotic about it either. Right. So it's very easy to say, you know, you should build a community and interact with them and chat back and forth with them. But if you're not really somebody, a soul that's really into that, it doesn't matter how much you do it. If you're not really into it, it's just not going to come off right. So at the very, very beginning of playing games, I just noticed that, and especially with the pandemic and the quarantine, that people were looking... I started to notice the, the, the dynamic. So, you know, being as a, in my personal life, I don't want to get too into detail, but I work in the in the in the sales uh, right. part of the, uh, of of my industry, and so I'm a very much a people person, and I've always been kind of a um, gatherer of souls, so to speak. Right, like I've always been one of those guys that kind of like rallies the troops or gathers people together naturally. Right. I've, I've been a coach. I coached my son's soccer teams and baseball teams, and I've always been able to create like a small community with our baseball parents and. That's just kind of one of the things I've done. I think a lot of it has to come to do with when I was growing up, my mother and father, you know, my father was Puerto Rican and he had a lot of uh, Puerto Rican friends. Our house was the house everybody gathered at all the time. Right. Our house was the house people on Friday afternoon, everybody came to our house and they were there all night. Like we were the hub of the, of our little community. So I think some of those, some of those, um, tendencies that I have and natural, abilities to gather and uh, and to you know kind of be able to communicate in a, in a vibe community way just comes from natural just from the way i was raised and the way i grew up so at the very beginning i didn't think that i was doing that or i wasn't purposely doing it right. it just started to happen by itself got it like i started to notice okay it's like my, these are this is my these 10 people here I'm starting to really get to know them and they're 
we're clicking, we're going back and forth, and it's it just happened. And then all of a sudden, I started to realize, wait a minute, there's something here. And that's when I started to move away more from games and more into just chatting and and building, uh, uh, having that you know in the morning. And that's why you know I stream early in the morning. And that's why I decided to do it early in the morning because I thought I think mine is more my vibe and my. The thing that I do on Twitch is better suited to start a day off than to end a day. Right. So that's why I kind of moved to the beginning of the day, kind of like, hey, let's get motivated. Let's yeah. Let's see what's going on. Let's see what's going on with the day, and then and then plus I worked, so I thought, well, this is the best time for me to do it. Not during dinner when I'm with my family. Not right. at, not in the evening. I'll get up at four or five o'clock in the morning, stream for three hours, and then go to work. And that's what I, you know. That leads me into the, the like the idea that we are very not only do we have very different approaches where you know ver gaming versus conversation, but we also have very different vibes, which I think is is what's cool about bringing this together, marrying this into uh, this podcast idea, right? Because you're very like outgoing, energetic, first thing. Like I love ha sitting down, having my breakfast, you know, having my coffee, getting ready for for work, or getting back to the office when you're streaming and. And kind of sitting there and 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 enjoying the stream, whereas right. I'm a like an evening late night streamer where I've come home from my day of work, played with my kids, you know, I hung out with my wife, put the kids to bed, and then I'm getting on at that like eight thirty nine o'clock Eastern until well into like midnight one in the morning, and it's a much different vibe where I'm very laid back, mellow, a bit of a troll Winding. who likes to troll right. the trolls winding down kind of thing yeah it's like come enjoy some gameplay enjoy some conversation we're gonna kind of chill wind down we'll get some we'll get some conversation in while we're playing but for the most part like don't expect me to do backflips or jumping jacks because <laughs> right, yeah. it's been a long ass day yeah, yeah but it's that different approach and perspective that i think has kind of brought us both together because we feel yeah. i think we've you know we've had these conversations you know you and i have streamed together before in various games and and had various conversations so for me doing this was always a natural idea and a natural progression for right. where i wanted my my content to go and being able to work with guys like you is just a bonus right. um but i'm sure as this podcast series goes on and develops um you'll see both of our energies play out tenfold i'm sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm i'm being pretty calm right now to say the <laughs> least i'm usually a lot more uh but but also but not always too because then I then I also caught myself in that trap, like trying to be Mister Energy all the time, and it right. just started to become you can't do that because it's not real. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I had to catch myself at the beginning. So I went from gamer to non-gamer to high energy, and then trying to sustain that. And I thought, wait a minute, you 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 don't wake up that way every day. So it's uh, although I tend to be that way most of the time. There are times in the morning where it's a little bit more zen. Uh, maybe not the whole morning i might start right. the morning off that way but you know that's why i just just vibe with the chat but see that's that's the beauty of the evolution of this content creation for the both of us i think and i don't want to speak for you but i'm going to take a shot at it anyway right um this podcast idea was just that and it was a merry it was a marriage of vibes it was an opportunity for the two of us to come together and really make this uh an opportunity to share perspectives and and show off two very different different uh ways of going about the same thing we both look at you know the way we create content 
as uh, an evolution. Like you, you started out as, like you said, the gamer to the chatter, to the high energy, to the whatever the world throws at me. I started out as where do like what am I doing? I'm just gonna play you know FIFA, and then it was well no I don't want to just play FIFA. I want to do this or I want to do all the games or I want to be whatever comes out or I want to mix in just chatting in FIFA or I want to be someone that the community can rely on to 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 kind of be a shoulder to cry on or or right. to open up or be a safe space for people to talk about the things that are going on and that are crazy in their lives. And I think when you know when we first you know, approach when I, I think I came to you with the idea of a podcast. I really wanted this to be the Seinfeld show about nothing where we right. talk about everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not just a gaming. It's just not, it's not just an opportunity for us to talk about gaming, but you know, through the evolutions of our own communities, we've, we've had the opportunity to meet some very impressive people. Some people that have encountered some in, in, incredible life, uh, life hurdles or obstacles that have overcome them with some with ease, others with real legitimate struggle, whether it's, you know, PTSD or, you know, illness or family loss or, uh, and we've, we've, we've all, you know, well, the two of us have encountered several people that have been challenged with, you know, a variety of things. And I think we, we, we agreed that this podcast is going to cover a lot of different things, whether it's, you know, conspiracies or, you know, important social topics or comic books, comic books, or we may cover some streaming or action figures or video games, right? Like we're, it's, it's going to be a journey. It's an opportunity, I think for both of us, uh, to express ourselves in, in something outside of the, the video game industry. And I'm excited for the opportunity. Like what, what's, what draws you to the idea of a podcast? The idea of a part that drives me, to, I mean, because that's originally what I wanted to do. You know, I, I, I when I first got into um, streaming, the idea of a quasi radio show, quasi podcast was what kind of drove me into Twitch to begin with, right? It was kind of, I kind of wanted to do a morning show. I kind of wanted to do a talk show. So the thing that draws me into podcasting is that there is no chat. Not that there's anything wrong with the chat, because I love talking to chat. But it's it's I can riff on things and I can uh, if if this week we want to talk about books, you know I can bring ten books and you can bring ten books. What, whatever it is, we can just talk about it and be and be a little more focused as opposed to me where I can be one minute talking about toy trains, the next minute talking about the Dallas Cowboys, the next minute talking about Starbucks, and the next minute talking about you know Twitch streaming, and the next minute talking about mcdonald's i mean you know what i mean it's just like all over the place yeah whereas opposed to here it can be a little bit more i don't want to say formatted because that's a bad word but it can be <laughs> you and i talking and and i and i can kind of stretch out some of the topics that i cover in the twitch stream but kind of just kind of spread it out a little bit as opposed to just hitting running i don't spend a lot of time on subjects when i'm streaming a lot of the time well, it's like moving dynamic. it's moving on it's like moving on it's very dynamic all the time like the the one thing that people like as a viewer if you've never sat in the streamer's chair before the one thing about content creation is at, at this point like with streaming especially attention spans are what they are and are often a little bit shorter when you're in that environment because you have so many different people carrying on a conversation in a chat 
So you as the streamer, at least in my experience, find yourself talking about a topic or, or conversing about a topic and somebody will, you know, throw a curveball, not to make a, an MLB pun, but we'll throw that curveball in there and, and start another conversation that the chat will take off with. Right. And you as the streamer have to be adaptable in the sense that you're going to be able to carry now that conversation and, and kind of guide that conversation. So, A, you don't get yourself into any trouble. But B, you keep it where, you know, almost in some regards as a, as a referee in, in many respects because you have yeah, you, so many varying perspectives. I mean, you have to be able, as a Twitch streamer, you, you're juggling six, seven, eight conversations at one time. People popping in the chat and you're like, hey, uh, Greg, how's it going? And he's like, oh, man, I'm doing this this morning, da, da, da. And then the next one, and then somebody that's already in the chat says, yeah, but did you see what just happened in, uh, you know, uh, in, the, in New England? In England, what happened? And then you're like, oh, really? What happened in New England? And, and you go back, oh, Charlie, there he is. He, what'd you get from Starbucks? He's like, oh, I got a grande white mocha and uh, also got a cookie. And then somebody else will say, cookies? Yeah, man, we made a nice batch of cookies <laughs> last night. And so you're, and then the guy comes back, this is what happened in England. You're like, oh, that, this is what happened in England. So you're going back. And, then, and meanwhile, while you're doing that, there's other four or five other people in chat having a completely different conversation about baseball yep. or about cyberpunk or something. And you're, and you're watching that. And so you're trying to, so you're, you're trying to appease everybody with, with the short attention spans and you're having literally seven or eight conversations at one time, which I mean, I quite, I rather enjoy. I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm having a good time doing it and I, and, I, and I do a pretty decent job of trying to maintain all nine of the conversations at one right? time. <laughs> See, I love that aspect of it, but at the same time, I miss the long form. Yeah, this, yeah, this is definitely like, yeah, this is definitely long um, form for this me. This yeah. is much different than what what if you're if you are a Twitch viewer that then you will experience. Um, this is you know, I, for I mean, as a pot, somebody who's you know starting out into this podcast game. Or this podcast journey, I look at this as you know. You look at a guy like a Joe Rogan. You look at some of these mega podcast stars and that that believes in the long form, and is a as, and has proven that long form interviews and long form conversations are still important to the like to the viewer base. Yeah. As much as yes, we like our information now. We like it quick. We want it you know yesterday. I think more and more of us have started to realize to the depths of this pandemic that stepping back and taking a breath, taking it all in and slowing it down is not as bad as we thought. And that's been a, that's been a big learning for me anyway, is with everything going on this year has been, you know, appreciate those little moments, appreciate those, that, that little extra don't, you know, you don't necessarily need all of it right now. Yeah. I mean, for me, then my, my vision for this, this podcast and podcasting in general was always even when i thought about doing it on my own i had even thought about doing it on my own and the reason is because i talk about so many different subjects in my stream sometimes i want to i want to dive a little deeper into it i just don't have the you know it just doesn't happen that way right so my original intent for wanting to do a, a podcast was like if i'm doing five hours if i do i usually do between three and five hours a day if there was a subject that was really, really close to my heart and I want to, I can, I want to elaborate on it, go long form on it, then I would use the podcast and they would just kind of supplement each other. If you enjoy the podcast, come check out this Twitch stream where we're just shooting at the hip. And if you enjoy the, the stream, come out, come check out the podcast where we dive deeper into the subject of, uh, you know, aliens that we were talking about today. 
So it, it would kind of be kind of a um, the yin yang to the streaming. Yeah. Uh, because also, by the way, one of the other things uh, we mentioned community. I don't make TikTok videos and I don't make YouTube videos and I don't really have any intention to do that. It's not really my intent to ever do that because I just don't want to do it. Every everybody that's a streamer or everybody that does it, it's, it's like they have to make YouTube videos right. or they have to make TikTok videos. And I've taken a different approach. You know, and we've talked about it already before. I'm a huge fan of Discord. Right. I, and, and that comes from my huge fan and being a big fan in the 90s of message board forums. Okay. Where where you would go to like a video game website and they would have forums where everybody would just talk about the games. Right. But but the same way that I found out that a streaming a stream was not just about video games, I started to hang out in forums and it wasn't just about video games. I, I found I was hanging out at one of my favorite uh, message boards that I hung out in uh, in the '90s, and it all revolved around Dreamcast nine nine ninety nine when the Dreamcast came nice. out. Nice. Uh, and I still have that Dreamcast. You see it on my stream. I have the Dreamcast behind me. Absolutely. There was a forum, and I went in there. And as a matter of fact, some of the, one of the guys that was in that forum and that I met on nine ninety nine, he's a streamer on Twitch too, by the way. So that's pretty cool. It was I found out in these communities that it that there was a the same kind of dynamic of just community and discussion. I, it, it, we formed a community in the, on the message board. This was our forum. Oh, cool! This was our. We had we had uh, uh, kind of like the way the Discord has channels and the forum. It had like you talked about video games, you talked about movies, you talked about TVs, and each one of the and it's kind of like Reddit now. Reddit is kind of like the 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 global message board for the world. Right? I don't know. Yeah. So so it's for better like or that. for worse. For better or for worse. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if a lot of websites still have forums. Like, if you, like for example, one of my favorite websites, Comic Book Resources, where they talk about place. comic books. They had a very – I spent a lot of time on their forum, on, on CBR's forums, where they had, you know, Marvel section, Spider-Man section, Batman section, right. DC section. And you would hang out in those forums and just leave. You'd post a message, and then you'd wait for somebody to – it was – it was live, but it was still kind of you post and you could leave and come back and then read all the responses. Well, the accessibility to your, you know, your phones and stuff was not what it is now. Like, no, you had to go to your computer, open your computer, go to the website. It wasn't the same. Exactly. Like you would drop a forum quote, like, you know, nine o'clock at night. You maybe get it back the next morning, a response or two, right? Uh, depending on you know who was watching it from what part of the world. Now, I mean, the cool thing about the way you know you structured the community Discord is. You know, there's streamers and content creators and viewers from all different time zones. So that yeah. Yeah. that yeah. Discord is going all the time. So although you're you may not see your response, the response to your question until the next day, you might wake up to 50 messages about that response or the conversation that you missed out on because you went to bed. Yeah, and when I when I first got into streaming, and, and that was the other thing, everybody's got to have a Discord. But then I started to notice everybody had a Discord, but nobody was doing anything with them. Yeah, or they were like you know a couple messages a week, or you know promotions, or just yeah, that's and it. I and it and it reminded me of message boards days, and it remind and I thought this is something. And and there was a couple, you know, I talk about We Claire all the time. Another, another yeah. one of my favorite streamer, We Claire here on Twitch. She has a a fantastic. Uh, discord just full of life and energy and long form discussions and quick yeah. discussions and 
it, it, it just, it, it, I mean, she's been a big inspiration to me. Just the amount, I mean, you think we have too many channels. She had, you know, triple the channels we had, and I loved it. And I I've loved seen her Discord. About, yeah, I, I love it. I've had uh, so much fun in there, and that's kind of the inspiration. That, and that's like, this is what I want to do. I said, you know what? I'm not making videos. I'm not going to do anything of that. I'm going to focus on Discord. And that's what I did. And, and at the beginning, my Discord was dead. There yeah. was nobody in it. And I started to post things in it, and I started to generate conversation myself and hung out in there and, and, and put engaging topics and things like that that we could all discuss. And little by little, that has been the, the, the gasoline for my stream, the Discord. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No, and I mean, the, the way that you've opened it up to, to many of us in the community right? Um, and, to, and, and amalgamated, like I was saying earlier, several different communities. If you're not familiar with Discord, there will be a link to our link tree uh, where you can, you're more than welcome to join the Discord. Absolutely. Um, it'll be within uh, the description of our, our channel description on uh, wherever your podcast provider may store it so please take a look at that link and we'll uh you'll have access to the discord from there and again it's it's a it's an incredible opportunity where we have you know literally viewers and people conversing from all parts of the world new zealand yeah. greece the uk scotland i mean it's just i mean one of the most one of the most active people in our in our in, in the in the discord is also mod for me and and for a couple other people he's from new zealand yeah so it, it's just i mean that's that's the original that's the first time zone in the world <laughs> it's midnight there right. before it is anywhere else but and that's that for me has been one of the most incredible things about uh streaming and content creation has uh, has been a the meeting new people but seeing where they come from like i'm not sure how deep you dive into your your twitch analytics Right. But I, the, my favorite part of like analytics is looking at where my viewership base is from. I don't care if I have 100 viewers or 10 viewers at a time. It's, it's great either way. Right. But one of the coolest things for me is like, dude, I had, you know, this month I had you know, 12 viewers from, you know, East Asia or from right. you know, New Zealand or from the West Coast or how, you know, I stream at nine o'clock Eastern. I've got like, tons of uk viewers and it's like five in the morning and like that for me is just so amazing to have a voice that can reach that far and have conversations and and gain perspectives uh on things that i would have never considered because i think we all kind of live in a bubble sometimes you know we yeah. we, we we live within our bubble and the internet has opened up this 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 floodgate of information but it was almost too much too fast right so being able to to create content and hang out in a discord and, and gain and have one-on-one -on -one conversations or small group discussions with people from all over the world that share unique perspectives has been amazing like i've learned so much creating content and i think that's been one of my favorite things is you know meeting people from all over the world um having viewership from all over the world and, and learning uh you know and growing through the perspectives of others
Yeah, it's the, the the international thing is just I don't really think about it much anymore because now I, my mind has kind of wrapped itself around the fact that Kiwi Bandicoot's in New Zealand <laughs> and Octavius is in Greece and you're on the East Coast and God, you know the other guys are on the West Coast and some people are in you know wherever they are yeah. the UK and when and when I'm up in the morning after I finish streaming and I'm watching We Claire it's it's six o'clock in the evening but it's only you know lunchtime for me so I, I've already the whole the, the whole thing about all that it's already it's already wrapped yeah. into my head and into a into a certain way and, and it's, it's what I love and so you know for me like I said the the aspect of the connection and it's also right now too that we, we you know we can't really go anywhere and do anything but I can go to discord and I can talk to people on the internet so right. that that is uh and it's just something I have a passion for uh, and, and something that I like to do, building community and what exactly that means and, def and and to be able to define it, it's a little hard to do. You know, some people say, Taco, what is it that you do? And tell me how, I can't really explain it because I don't really, it's not a tangible thing to me. I don't have a book where I wrote down, these are the 10 rules of building a community. Do you know what I mean? Right. It just kind of happens and I kind of nurture it and I kind of, know what to do it just kind of comes naturally i don't really have it i don't really have it uh and as a matter of fact i'm going to be talking to some guys about it tomorrow on on their stream and i don't really know I'm a, I'm a little leery to talk about it because i don't really know how to explain it you just do you i just do me and so i know that these are younger guys and they're trying to learn from me but i'm going to just be like you know if you if you don't already kind of know how to do this community thing, and if you don't if you're already not already into community building and and fostering that type of thing, I don't know if you can do it. It's not it's not like a learned thing. Like I can't go, hey, do these seven things, and tomorrow right. your Discord's gonna blow up, and you're gonna have a tight knit community because that's not how it works. Right. And you also have to under understand is what does that mean? I'm having a community. What does that mean? Yep. Like so, we are just kumbaya and just like each other, or what is it? You know, it's no, it's not. It's not just like we're a community. I mean, it's not just that. I yeah. mean, it's a living, breathing. Uh, you, you've been. We have our voice chats in Discord. We have our back and forths in the channels uh, with text in the Discord. We're posting pictures and memes and and things like that. It's it's the it's it's what's going on in everybody else's lives. It's a hub, is how I yeah. look at it. It's not where you actually go. Just to, it's it's the hub of where everything that we're experiencing as a as an, an as a human being who is alive, we can discuss it in this hub. That that's about the best I can describe it. Yeah, and it, you're right in that. You know, you can't force a community. No, I mean your viewership is your viewership, but. The, you know when you're live on stream it's that live that interaction they see your face they they're feeding off your energy a discord is more of a conscious choice like i'm, I'm gonna open my phone and check the discord yeah i'm gonna open my phone and pop something in the discord for people to read and get feedback on right so you have to be ready to go that extra mile like you and it's very much what you said where you've got to foster and nurture it yeah, because it is a it is its own organism, and I think that's one of the coolest things about the way this community vibes has kind of developed is that you have a such a varied perspective of opinions and age categories and generations. Mm -hmm. 
And although we don't always agree with one another, there is such a level of mutual respect that is you can't force on people. It right. has to, you know, you have to be, you know, the, the discord is open to everybody, but you have to be cautious on how much, you know, you give and how much you take and how much, yes, you know, and, and, and how yes. much you share at times because you <clears> have <throat> to be considerate for others. And I think that's the biggest part that people don't consider when build trying to build a community quote unquote. oh, oh and, and and also g also there is a community outside of the community which is your family and your and your job Absolutely. and your and irl life you know what i mean so you have to be able to find like everything else it's a balance i know that you, and maybe in one part in a podcast in the future we can talk about you know gaming and and is is there such a thing as gaming too much or is uh, is there over gaming or what? And to me, it's like it's a. In, in, a, in a long story short, it's a balance. Yeah. Everything has a balance, no matter what it is. Whether you play tennis, whether you're a runner, whether you play golf, whether you like to cook, whatever it is, it's a balance. It's always a balance. So I don't look at gaming any different than I look at somebody who likes to draw, likes to do art, or yep. likes to likes to go on runs or get in marathons. It's a balance. Yep. And it's a balance with twi- it's a balance with balance with um, Discord. I don't really like to talk about it very much because I'm trying to foster. Uh, I don't necessarily. I don't really like the role that a lot of people in the Discord put on me as you know, like the. I know I, I founded the Discord and I started right. the Discord. I don't necessarily want to be seen as the. I, I, the person that's 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 driving the ship, so yeah. to speak, or, not the general. Or the, it's like the gen- I don't want to be the general. I mean, founder is probably a good word for it. Yeah. Uh, but I also understand the dynamic of, hey, listen, I'm the one that fostered it. In, I fostered it into this. Yeah. I have to also be the one that continues to, you know, help keep it going. And so there are instances where. You know, we spend a lot of time talking in Discord chats because a lot of these people are single, yeah. Or, or you know, they're they're some of them are more quarantined than others. Um, some people just like being in Discord more than they like, you know, being in the real world. Because honestly, right now, even if we could see the people outside, they might not even want to see them. Right. So, you have to be careful. Now, I'm in the, I'm in a different I'm in a different part of my journey than you are because you have young kids. Yep. All my kids are grown. If this if this was happening ten years ago, I wouldn't be able to do it at the level that I do it. Right. My youngest is in university. There's no one here but me and the missus. Yep. And and to be honest with you, she's like, the more time you spend doing that, the longer we're going to be married because you know <laughs> <laughs> because she knows I don't shut the hell up most of the time. And so it's like she's like, I've already heard your stories enough, and half the things you're into, I don't care about. So you know, thank God, you know. I'm married to a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady. And she loves me to death and I love her to death, but she's also like, uh, she knows I'm a different animal. And that's, and, and, and she knows that I was able to, to, when I traveled for work and I worked, you know, I, I, I could find ways of that outlet of uh, yeah. giving off the energy. I don't have that right now. So I'm able to do that here. And uh, I've said this before. If I ever won the lottery, I would just coach youth sports cool. and be rich. That's all, because I love coaching and fostering and yep. doing that thing. So I look at myself as being kind of a 
coach or manager of what's going on in the Discord, the hub. And uh, but I'm very careful to not say, you know, I'm. I, there are times where I have to say, you know what, I'm not going to get in voice chat today. Yeah, I'm not going to spend two hours in voice chat today because even though I may want to, it's just you know, there's got to be some balance. Yep. They've already listened to me for five hours on stream. Do they really <laughs> need to hear me another three hours in the right. Discord? And so, you know, you got to find that balance. And that's that's not something that uh, it's a welcome challenge for me. I'm welcome it, and I love it, and I'm fine with it. I'm not sitting here whining about it, but it is a challenge to try to find balance. And you want, and and as this thing grows and gets bigger, and and more people are signing up to the Discord every day, and more people are watching all of our streams more every day. Yeah, it's going to be harder and harder to do. And I've already started to slowly just say. Mm, maybe this time I'll just be very quiet tonight and nobody will see me because it's just, I just, you just can't be that guy 24 seven. Cause it's going to suffer at some point. Yeah. That, I think that's, that's a very tough lesson for a lot of content creators to, yes. to learn because again, the stages of life make it very, make this whole creation thing very different for, for a lot of different people. Right. When you look at a younger streamer or somebody who's doing this like as a full-time gig, like this is paying my bills, the idea of not being there is almost as scary uh, as anything else because it's yeah. like, well, if I'm not there and they don't, if I'm not in their face or in their in their ear or on their brain, I might lose them as a viewer, which you know loses them as a as a subscriber, which could lose them as a follower, which could lose them. And it's like this snowball effect of self doubt. Whereas you're, you know, when you're in a, a situation very similar to the two of us, and don't get me wrong, I've been bitten by the, I've been bitten by that bug, even as a hobbyist, where you look and it's like, oh man, why did I only get five viewers today and not 20 viewers? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you get bit by that, but that's the nature of the beast. It's whether or sure, not you can turn sure. that off. Right. And when this, when you're relying on this to, to, to feed your family or to feed yourself, it becomes a different animal and you're out of the range of hobbyist and into the job, into the job realm. Yeah, I was so, speaking to a, not to cut you off, but that just yeah. reminded me of, a, I was texting with a content creator, actually earlier today, I don't want to say the person's name, and we were talking about the same thing, and I said the difference between, you, you know, you streaming and me streaming, for you, it's the thing, yeah. for me, it's a thing, Yep. so it's pretty different when it's the thing, for me, it's just a thing it's a thing that i love and a thing that i want to foster and do forever but it's just a thing yeah when it's the thing it's a whole lot different believe me yeah it, you know and it, it it can easily suck the passion the love out of you when you start looking at it as, or, or when you have it as the thing it's right. still different than a working job like there are times where you you know you could have the best job in the world or your dream job but if you you know, you, you don't come at it with the right approach and it consumes, you know, you don't take that time to step away. You know, you don't take that vacation time or, you know, don't enjoy the things around you, your family, your loved ones, your friends. And it completely consumes you. Even even your favorite dream job can become cumbersome. Sure. And, you know, it's easy to fall out of love with. And that's sure. something that I think would will be a very deep conversation and I, and we, we you and I have discussed some some potential uh, guests to come through on the show as as we progress and grow the show 
um, there are there are several people that I, I think will, will shed a lot of value and have a, a very good discussion. This discussion about work-life balance and hobbies and, and balance as a whole within your life is something that could cover easily cover a two to three hour conversation and is something that I think will we will have a lot of fun uh, unwrapping in a future episode. Yep. Um, yep. Stuff like that. I, I also, you know, we mentioned earlier, if you've made it to this point, uh, we appreciate you greatly. Um, yes. We have a lot of exciting plans for what this podcast can and will be. Uh, we will, as we mentioned before, we're both big comic book guys. Uh, we're both very big sports guys. Both of us, funny enough, um, grew up playing soccer, football, depending on, you know, what part Where of the world you, you're listening yeah, from. Yep. I don't want to offend anybody because, you know, <laughs> and, and I know how I play a lot of FIFA, so I know how, how, how passionate the European community yes, is about calling yes, it football. Same, same, same. And I respect it. Uh, but we we both found out through knowledge that we, we both grew up playing goalie yes. in football, which was uh, an amazing turn of events on its own. Yep. Um, so we're both very passionate football fans, uh, both North American football and European football. Uh, baseball fans, somewhat of a hockey fan, Taco? Somewhat of a hockey fan, but I would cons- I mean, I, ha- I I cheer for the Dallas Stars, and, yeah. and and I love them, but I could probably name like two guys on the team. <laughs> we'll get you there. Don't worry. We'll yeah, get you there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we're, we're comic book guys. We're sports guys. I understand you're also a bit of a, a conspiracy fan as well. Yeah, I do. I do. I like to dabble. I mean, uh, things like even though I don't necessarily believe in Bigfoot, yeah. I'm always just, I'm always, I've always been intrigued and enamored with the lore, yeah, and the allure of people wanting to believe in something like Bigfoot. That that's very much. We have a very similar mindset where I'm always kind of that guy with one foot in the conspiracy. Like, yeah. I like hearing them. I like seeing the effort that people put in to prove or disprove them. Yep. For me, the education part of it is always the most fun. Like yeah. seeing how that individual like dissected, you know, 25 years of scratchy footage and was like, yeah, this is, you know, this is going to happen. So we'll be definitely talking about some cons- conspiracies, um, some social topics that we've, we've covered. Uh, we dabbled on a little bit. Uh, with you know some of the misconceptions around content creation, even just social topics as they come up in the world, we're we're on a, a biweekly, so two episodes a month. We'll be looking at a lot of fun, interesting things, whether it be throughout, you know, the the live content creation and streaming, and you know some of the stigmas, misconceptions, uh, some of the the uh, the industry topics. We we really are taking the approach. Again, Seinfeld is one of my favorite shows. We'll definitely be covering TVs and movies. Uh, the show about nothing that co- that talks about everything. Yeah, and, and another thing I could add to that is that we haven't really touched on is true crime. Ooh. So, for example, I don't I don't know if you ever heard the podcast Serial. Yes, that came out a few years ago. Then they had a TV show, and then they had the other things. Uh, what was the one on Netflix? Making of a Murderer or yeah. something? Yeah. Like, yeah. So those kinds of things too intrigue me too. There's another one where I got one foot in. I like to dabble, and and shows like season one of True Detective, th- th- that kind yeah. of vibe. Uh, and definitely, I'm a huge, huge television and movie fan. Probably a little bit more TV. Okay. So long form discussions of The Sopranos and oh, 
and what are the best TV shows ever and things of that nature. I look forward to those conversations as well. So we'll we'll have we'll be breaking it down. We might that TV conversation I've had I've tried to have with people before the TV and movie conversation, right? Ends up being one of those conversations where we might have to go like decade by decade or generation by generation. Otherwise, it'll be a lot longer. It might be yeah. like a four part episode. Of course, of course. <laughs> like, what's your favorite TV shows? Uh, you know, let's just go five favorite TV shows, and then next time we go, what you know, what's the best seventies and eighties oh, and nineties, and you can, we can do it all kinds of ways. You know what I mean? But we have big plans for this. Uh, I personally am excited to work closely with Taco. Uh, we've we've developed this fantastic friendship over the last six months. Uh, and this this podcast is a long time coming. And I don't know. I don't want to, again, speak for you, Taco, but I'm excited. I'm, a ve- I'm very excited. I also think, too, not to, this is what I do if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> I continue conversations and make them go on forever. It's kind of my talent. But also, I don't, I've never found or heard of or seen a podcast that talks about Twitch. So in other words, there could be an episode every now and then where we come on here and go, these are my five favorite content creators. Oh, hell yeah. We Claire, uh, another one, this other one that I found recently named uh, Cosmocat, who's, who's Cooks, and another gentleman who's really big into playing Animal Crossing and Legend of Zelda. And uh, just different content. Cre- where pe- there's no like uh, nightly wrap-up of the world of Twitch. And there's, there's millions of people on Twitch. Yep. There's, sure. it's like, it, there's nobody that's just breaking down what's new in the world of Twitch streamers and what's new in the world of streaming. And I don't want the whole podcast to be that, but I think we could have a segment dedicated to that. Oh, for sure. And that's the beauty of, of this conversation is we're, we're, we're both full-time workers. We've got full-time jobs. We've got full-time families. We're full-time husbands. We're passionate gamers. And we happen to create content on one of the biggest, if not the biggest content creation site in the world. Yeah, We have the fortunate pleasure of meeting tons of new people, tons uh, consuming countless hours of various content. And part of this podcast journey, in my opinion, was looking at ways that we could marry the two. Like we we both have interests and hobbies outside of this of of content and Twitch and stuff like that. Right. We're gonna find ways that we can merge it, and you know we'll we're gonna have fans that are gonna want to hear us talk about you know uh, our, our, the the latest conspiracy theory about uh, Bigfoot or right. flying saucers or you know various pandemics. I don't want to you know <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> but. You know, you're going to talk about, we're going to, cat. We, we really want to, like the Community Vibe idea, bring together and marry people of all different walks yeah. of life, thoughts, and a, that carry, people that carry different thoughts and opinions, and, and just enjoy this journey and hopefully take you all along for the ride. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Oh, this is gonna be great. Uh, for those of, though, for our listeners that may not be aware of what we do in the live aspect, Taco, why don't you tell people where they can find you? They can find me everything. Every one of my social medias and Twitch are all the same, same name, Taco 
Existential. Taco Existential on Twitter, Taco Existential on Instagram, and Taco Existential on Twitch. You can find me most every weekday morning and most Saturday nights. And I'm saying weekday morning, like 5 Central, uh, 6 Eastern on Twitch, and it's called The Breakfast Taco. That's my primary uh, streaming is The Breakfast Taco every morning. And then, you know, during the day, various various uh, streams that I that I mod. But for the most part, my content creation happens in The Breakfast Taco and then on Saturday nights. And then I'm on Twitter quite a bit. Instagram a little more than I used to be, but Twitter and Twitch. And then uh, the Discord, the Community Vibe Discord. And again, it'll be in our link tree, as uh, G said. I spend a lot of time in the Discord, and, and uh, you know, we have a, a, a nice, different, varied group of streamers that are that are in there, some of them brand new, some of them who haven't even streamed yet. So lo- lots of different uh, viewpoints, and you got guys who play COD and guys, guys who play FIFA and gals who play Fortnite and, and gals who play COD as well, and there's just a variety of things going on in there. So taco existential everywhere. Beautiful. Well, I'm DadBods United. You can find me at twitch.tv slash United. DadBods United on Instagram and Twitter. All of our links will be in the link tree. You will be able to find this podcast on Spotify, Amazon, uh, and uh, Amazon Music, Google Play Music. Uh, all the all of our links will be in our link tree. I am, if you've made it to the, this, we are at an hour and a half. This was our episode today for you to get to know us, and I am very much looking forward to the rest of this journey. I am too. I would I would consider this episode zero. How about that? Episode zero. Oh, yeah. you know, in a few words. <laughs> in a few words, ninety minutes of a few words. And when we pressed record, we're like, well, let's see what happens. But <laughs> I think we could have gone another ninety minutes if we wanted to. Absolutely, but we'll save that for episode one. Coming yes. In two in two weeks' time. Yes. Yes. I uh, again. For Taco Existential on Dad Bods United, I appreciate everybody. We appreciate everybody who's taking the time to listen to us today. We look forward to seeing you in future episodes. And, uh, yeah, get ready for a ton of fun. Thank you all for listening. Have Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye.